Good morning, Teppers. Good morning, Teppers. Whoa, getting right in there close. Oh, yeah. I'm singing to the mic like I'm Adele. Is that <laughs> Adele? how she holds it? Uh-huh. No, Adele actually cancels her concerts a day before and sends all of her fucking patrons home. Why? Is that, did that happen? Yes! Oh my god, we started this rant off early or what? Oh my god, is that on the list? <laughs> well, it can be now. Like, I used to be an Adele fan until she fucking pulled that shit. Well, she could have been sick. What was wrong? Well, okay, but she's starting her residency in Las Vegas. And, like, the day before, she's like, I am gutted. Like, I am so gutted. <laughs> it's not ready. I can't perform. Everything's canceled. And everybody, like, people flew out. People paid for hotels, flights, and everything to go to this concert at the residency in las vegas to see adele and adele the day before the concert cancels it wait so did she cancel her whole residency i'm pretty sure because it's not going on right now i want I, well i hope those people were either reimbursed or like, like got something yeah but she said she was gutted maybe she's gone through <laughs> something i don't know <laughs> Well, she was like, the stage isn't ready. There's nothing. The set isn't ready. Nothing's done. She said there were shipping delays. Nothing's ready. Cancel the show. But like, you could have known like much farther in advance than, you know, a day before. Well, also, it's not like she's like a pop star where she's like, she needs the theatrics and the lights. And it. doesn't she just stand there and sing? That's, that is what everybody said. They're <laughs> like, she could just sit in a chair with her guitar or piano and people would probably enjoy it just as much they didn't need this whole whole performance from adele right because people listen to her for her voice she's not like right somewhat like a britney she would need the fireworks she would need she would need propelling from the right. ceiling she's like, doing the all these moves all these tiktok moves you know right adele is just standing there using her voice like that's all people want to see mm-hmm yeah hmm. um sounds fish fishy sussy but anyways you guys so i'm glad we're starting it off with a rant because this episode is literally just going to be us ranting about random topics we kind of couldn't think of anything for this episode so we're like how about we just rant because we have so many opinions and they need to be heard <laughs> well and there are opinions i feel like about things that no one else is as passionate about as we are or right. things that no one talks about because they're irrelevant so it's like kind of a combination of that yeah like these are things where I just find myself like under my breath at work talking about or like seeing things on social media where I'm like a lot of mine are like pop pop culture where I'm just like does anybody fucking care does anybody really care about this and I just I feel like I talk to myself about it a lot so it's good to like riff with you and get your opinion to see if I'm being like reasonable about my opinions here mm-hmm. and so then because <laughs> then when I feel like I I rant about things I'm randomly passionate about people are like mm-hmm. okay mm. yeah the best is when it, people go oh yeah that's so crazy <laughs> then you know like they don't give a fuck they're not listening and like they don't care or relate to anything you're saying yeah and they're waiting to change the subject and talk about something right. they want to talk about the entire time they were just thinking about what they were going to say and not really listening to what you were talking about you know yeah they're like okay i'm just gonna wait for this person to be done and then okay so the other day what i was doing <laughs> so actually well megan actually I just really need to get into the ranting portion of this episode. So let's move it along here. What are you drinking to begin your rants? P- the poor before the four. Oh, yeah. The poor before the four. 
I don't even know if it's four. Like, I have many things to talk about today. I think it's going to be more than four. I I thought of two, but I could definitely just offhand think of anything. <laughs> I think well, I think some of mine could also go further. So we're going to have enough content. Don't you worry. Okay. Oh, oh thank God. <laughs> All right. So what are you drinking? I see you're holding a cute little cup. Yeah, so I got this cup actually in Disney World, the happiest place on earth. Oh, I'm going to add Disney to the list because that's another thing that I could talk about all day. But continue. (laughs) And I and what they I said this at the grocery store because someone complimented my purse, which is is designed after the Haunted Mansion ride in Disney World. And oh, my God, one of the little TikToker cashiers. That's what I call the younger generation, the TikTokers. She's like, oh, my God, I love your bag. And I was like, oh, thank you. You know, my cousin got it for me when we're in disney world and i said i'm one of those what you call a disney adult and they like laughed like cringy like ooh, yucky that's exactly what i wanted to talk about yeah so that's me disney adults who so, have like ear collections and okay i want to talk about it now <laughs> so i'm well we can have a debate because i'm a disney adult and you're against it so we can see how that goes so anyway back to the cup the cup is i got it at disney world it's a, a stack of books <laughs> it has the handle is the beauty and the beast robe and it has a little bookmark hanging down that says bell so it's a beauty and the beast themed um, oh. copy mug and it's square so it's unique that is unique okay but anyways <laughs> i have well that's really cute megan anyways <laughs> <laughs> oh so you weren't listening and waiting for, for what you were gonna say yep. That is so crazy. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I just snotted. <laughs> I am back on my water kick. Oh my God. So you were so excited to tell me that you're drinking <laughs> water. Out of a dingy old plastic cup. <laughs> oh, my fave. <laughs> nothing special. Nothing like you. And again, water just hydrates the soul. So that's what I'm living on this summer. I'm getting back into my summer body. And I just want to like just feel refreshed. When I drink water, I feel just like like I can do much more. You feel cleansed, right? Cleansed. Yeah, it just hydrates yeah. the soul. Oh, and I forgot to say the type of coffee I have is cinnamon from Starbucks. Cinnamon something. Oh, love that. Oh, cinnamon dolce. Yes, that's the one. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, I wanted to ask, how is Nick doing on his keto journey? I remember listening to the episode that we were talking about this, and I was like so fascinated with keto. <laughs> and how I was like, this is not a diet for me, but it might work for other people. So I was curious yeah. how it was going with Nick. Oh yeah, he's still doing well. Like we went out to breakfast this morning and it, the meal came with home fries and he did not eat the home fries. I'm like, oh. I would have caved. If that was right in front of me and they oh handed God. that to me, I would have eaten that. Well, did you eat them for him? Of course. I, yeah, of course. <laughs> so you weren't upset at all. <laughs> no, it's like, don't waste those potatoes. You're like, uh, baby, you're so strong. Like, <laughs> your willpower is unmatched. <laughs> As I'm like, I have none whatsoever. <laughs> As you're devouring his home fries. Exactly. Well, that's awesome. Good for Nick. Well, give him a little tip. Water, drink water, hydrates the soul. Can he have water on keto? Yes, you would die without water. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Like, there were so many rules. It was so complex. I couldn't keep up. So I was just making sure. Okay. Well, yeah, he can't have potatoes, but he can have water. (laughs) Okay, good. Alrighty, Megan. How about we get into our rants? Did you want to put it into gear for us? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Shift into gear because hot ranties are here. (laughs) Hot rants are here. (laughs) All right. Megan, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but 
<laughs> I need my first rant. I know I already discussed it a little bit, a little bit in the chat. Like I kind of went off like at 6 a.m. in the morning one night, one day, and I was just kind of ranting to myself about Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. Camila <laughs> Camilla Cabello. That's how much I don't care about her. Like, I don't even care if I get her name correct. Well, I remember seeing those messages and be like, wow, he's we, he's really touched a nerve here with this, <laughs> with this here. What's going on? What's this deeper feeling here? It's just so infuriating to, like, watch these celebrities piss and moan about a breakup like it's the end of the world and you know just making songs and their fans are consuming it and they're just making more money like it's just it's not real life like this is not how breakups go okay but let me counter that (gasps) okay i mean don't you okay don't you like with a breakup you listen to like sad music and sad songs like i feel like we need the people, the famous people to break up so that we can have their songs for when the normies <laughs> break up. You know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, well, let me start because that's a good point. Because Sean Mendez, if you guys didn't know, just released a new song. What was it, last week? Yeah, it was last week. And it's titled When You're Gone. And I actually really like the song. I just don't like... I Because I already know the meaning and everything behind it, that it's just so annoying that I can't even listen to the song. You know, like it's a cute, like little breakup, little cute, like love romance song. But it's just like, if you feel so deeply about her like this, and then Camila also is releasing songs where she also feels the same. Like, we're getting both of you in these songs being like, why can't we be together? Like, it's over, but, like, why does it have to end? Like, can we please get back together? And it's like, just get back together. Why are you going to write about it in these songs? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, okay, so it's like, in a breakup, there's, like, some, there's a reason. Like, it can't be, like, they're both sad and miss each other and want to be back together because then it doesn't make any sense. Right. And I think it could be complex to be like, yeah, we broke up and we miss each other well always love each other but you know the distance or you know she wanted to get married and i'm not into commitment she wanted kids i didn't want kids or you know we just we both are very emotional people and we were it was toxic you know or something like that it can't just be like everything was perfect it was amazing why does it have to be over and then both of them think that like that doesn't make any sense that's where i i'm like at like i don't know I think it's like the issue was like prior to their breakup, they were paparazzied like Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. Like they were always getting paparazzied and they were doing it on purpose. Like they were purposely walking on the streets, holding cups of coffee, wanting to get those photographs, wanting everyone to see their relationship. And they were always doing like cutesy little things like kissing each other on the nose and all this cutesy little stuff. And then you hear like behind the scenes interviews and they're like, yeah, she's my everything. She's my safety. Like I would be nothing without her. And she's saying the same thing. And then all of a sudden you randomly break up and then you're making songs about how you wish you guys were together and you don't know how to move on from it. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Did they ever release a statement? Like, you know how people will sometimes release a statement like, well, I'll, we'll always be friends. And we just, you know, couldn't make it work or something like yeah. have they released anything like that. Well, they were, all they said is that it's been, it was a mutual decision and they were just not working that, that they were not working together anymore. Like they just weren't vibing together. Like that's all that's ever come out about this breakup. So that's why it infuriates me even more. Cause it, well, my opinion is, is I think Camila broke up with him, but 
I don't know. Maybe this was all a publicity stunt, them being together in the breakup to capitalize off of the relationship. I don't, honestly, I wouldn't put it past them because, you know, that's just what celebrities do. And also, Sean is, like, having a world a world tour, like, starting this summer. So it's, like, maybe that was good publicity to, like, get more people to come to the tour. Like, I don't, I don't know. They were together while it was exciting and they were milking it. And then maybe people started to, like, not care anymore. And maybe. they're like, okay, let's break up. <laughs> well, it was also, like, it's sad that, like, Sean has always had a crush on Camila in all of his past songs or not all of them, but some of them, he was writing about her. So he's always had, like, a crush on her or whatnot, and they got to, you know, it just, I don't get it. Why are you not together? Like, there's no drama, no beef, no nothing, that you guys are just not working out, but your songs are, like, missing each other. And also, Camila wrote her breakup song, and Ed Sheeran is on it. Like, isn't that odd? Like, this is your breakup song, and yeah. you have another man on it, as, like, humble and kind as Ed Sheeran is. It's like, and he's married. <laughs> right. And he has a kid. So it's just like, why is there another man on your breakup song? <laughs> yeah, usually those are like very personal. Well, yeah. I was watching a video by Casey Aonzo. Uh, she's a YouTuber. And she was talking about the kind of the situation, but in regards to Olivia Rodrigo and Josh, whatever that guy is. And talking about how now, like back when Taylor Swift was making breakup songs we didn't know every detail about the relationships right but now we do and so we have we kind of have these expectations now like oh if you want to capitalize off your relationship we have to know about it now so it's kind of like this give and take yeah of like now relationships and breakups make you super famous but then you have to sacrifice your your privacy kind mm-hmm. of based on that and i think the kardashians do that best (laughs) Mm -hmm. they really do they capitalize on all of the relationship drama the paparazzi and the media eat it up because people love it oh did you hear that travis barker and courtney got married after the grammys by an elvis impersonator in las vegas it's literally on the google document oh my god are you fucking kidding me I didn't even look at that. Yes. Oh my God. Do you want to get right into that one? Yeah. Let's just migrate right over to it. (laughs) Well, that was on my list. The Kardashians, I'm kind of just like done. Like I'm so sick of them. I'm sick of the drama. I'm sick of the Kanye West drama. I'm sick of the Pete Davidson drama. And then Courtney and Travis Barker, I feel like they're not even like a relationship. Like I feel like it's just like a trend to like date a boy like Travis Barker, you know, like that Mm -hmm. punky rock. I feel like we've talked about this before where it's like Machine Gun Kelly, Pete Davidson, like that kind of vibe of guy is like a trend. Like skinny, lanky, tattooed. Yes. You know, like. And they were just, as you said, they just got married. Like, literally, was it yesterday? Whenever the day after the Grammys was. Yeah. So, the night of the Grammys. Oh my God. So, on Sunday night, they just went to a random chapel in Vegas and got married. Like, isn't that, I don't know. Mm Like, it seems like they've just been all over the news, this lust kind of state, and now they're getting married. Like, I don't know. I feel like for somebody like Kourtney Kardashian, who was probably the most, like, real Kardashian, I feel like, you know, compared to her sisters, it's, like, kind of concerning. You know, she, I guess she hasn't chosen the best men in her life like scott disick and now travis barker i don't know i guess we'll see how it plays out well and also it's kind of like how you said about it's like a trend to date these kind of guys like i thought 
thought I was like, what do they talk about? Like, what yes. could they possibly have in common? I think about like if he was like a true like punk guy, he wouldn't be like into a, a woman who like plays into capitalism and right. is all about fashion and like I, he would date like like when Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love were together. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a couple that makes sense. They were nasty and grungy, right? And have the same beliefs and like the same kind of music, you know? Like yeah, because so I think he's a poser. Like I hate to say that yeah you know that's like so like 2007 but like and it's why why is he with her if he was like authentically punky bad boy yeah well i do think he's authentically punky but like now courtney is dressing all punky you know she's just like wants to be him like wants to have his style wants to like play the part like oh we're both like punk rock like look at us drumming and going to concerts and like shooting up heroin and like doing cocaine you know like she was she never dressed like she does now before she met him like you're saying is she trying to play the part now trying to show the media like oh we're a match in reality like she's probably not or maybe she feels insecurity about herself like oh he probably isn't my usual type i gotta you know really play it to right him sort of thing yeah that too maybe she's just trying to do things because you know in a relationship you kind of like say like you ever hear those examples like a girl says she loves football then the guy starts talking to her about like what's your favorite player she has no idea because she's just saying it to like get his attention well and i just have to say courtney will never ever be as punk as marina cosgrove that's right Mm, that is a true fact (laughs) maybe travis maybe miranda is more travis's type i maybe she says fuck sometimes (laughs) (laughs) but my other thing to this point was on the google doc i put this new trend of like tongue kissing i don't know if you've seen it but like on the red carpets and stuff celebrities like courtney and travis Haley and justin some others they're doing this thing where like the guy is like kissing the woman's mouth or teeth with his tongue and like they're getting photos of it and it's just like is this really a trend like i'm sorry but i have to rant about this because i'm like this is not cool like this is stupid like come on what happened to like like if you oh i was like what happened to being like classy and like we're respectable on the red carpets these days like that has gone out the window and i was just thinking like if you like zoom in on the on the tongue tongues are nasty right they're not pretty and cute tongues are gross well it's just another thing of travis and courtney trying to be like "Ooh, look at us like we're so punk oh my god i kissed his tongue you know like it's like then you gotta wipe your mouth i know i bet they walk away and they're like oh my god we're so different oh my god we're so unique we're so out of control that was just another thing i had to rant about tongue kissing it needs to stop i'm not here for it i'm not supporting it and i just don't want to see those pictures on my instagram i'm sorry what you do in your private time that is totally fine right but mm, we'll see how it plays out did you want to end this one this or a new one so mine okay. has been something that i have held on to dearly that no one really cares about <laughs> i i yeah because when you brought it up i was like i don't i don't know who that is but i'm i'm gonna enjoy the listen so this is about edward furlong who was john connor in terminator 
too. Yeah. That was like his his claim to fame. And he was 14 when he got the role and that like launched his career. And so he was like a pretty like prolific teen and young adult actor for like pretty much just the 90s and very early 2000s. So he, God bless him, he has struggled a lot with addiction and domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was actually married to Rachel Bella. Da- I, don't I know think she's like an, I don't remember either. She's been in some stuff. She and... sounds like a like a WWE wrestler. Oh, the Bella sisters. Oh, is that where I heard that? Yeah, isn't John Cena was engaged? Oh, the, the Bella twin. Are they twins or sisters? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, continue. And yeah. even I would say one of the worst things that happened was he Rachel Bella got a divorce from him because of like domestic violence, and what? they had just had a baby. Like the it was like baby baby and a son and the. The baby when he was like they had split custody when the baby was in edward's care like the baby was acting weird when he came back to the mom so she had him like tested and stuff and he tested positive for cocaine the oh baby. my god yeah so i don't know if there's like cocaine around and the baby inhaled it or like whatever right. but so or if he like gave the baby cocaine right so of course the baby like you know he lost custody and everything and only has visitation whatever this was i think in like 2006 or 7 so your like rant has been building yeah so what i (laughs) what i want to paint is that his life is miserable and he and he really hasn't gotten back on track (laughs) yeah he he was arrested once he was drunk for releasing at a supermarket the lobsters in the tank (gasps) oh my god i mean so that was pretty cool but (laughs) that's pretty fucking cool <laughs> He's like, save the lobsters. <laughs> Release the dancing lobsters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Amanda. Oh my god. We'll be talking about her later this week mm-hmm. or next Monday. Next week. So all of this is building because he is a broken man, okay? And mm. I think something that people don't talk about is the reason probably why this happened. Okay, so, well, the reason I heard about him was because he was in Detroit Rock City. I think he was, like, 18 or 19, and that was, like, one of my favorite movies. Came yeah. Out in 99. But I recently... Well, not recently. I would say like a year and a half ago at this point, watched the second Terminator for the first time when he was in it. And I was like, oh my God. And so I was like looking him up and everything. And so at age 14, he had a tutor, like a private tutor on set, you know, as like what you do with like kid and teen actors. Yeah. 28 year old Jacqueline Dumas. Okay. Ooh. So she's like super French. That's like kind of sexy. Private... Don't even say that about her. Oh, <laughs> because they began a romantic relationship wait with his tutor yes so he's 14 she's 28 okay this is like even hotter no this is not good (laughs) this is bad not the age difference not the underage (laughs) Mm -hmm. but like you know hooking up with your tutor that sounds kind of hot (laughs) well okay so it ruined his life okay oh okay Because he's a 14, think about it, he's a 14-year-old, 28-year-old woman. Like, they moved in together, okay? Yeah. he He's a child. This is similar to, like, do you remember Courtney Stoddard? Yes! It's, because she was, like, 15 when she married, like, that 40 or, like, 50-year-old man. Mm-hmm. And her parents, like, gave her permission and everything to do it. Yeah, well, that was what it was with him, too. I mean, everyone was just cool with it. And yeah. I think, I mean, she she groomed him. I mean, he had no idea how actual relationship works because power, imbalance. Right. This is his first movie. He's entering Hollywood for the first time. You know, that's very intense. And, and no one was really talking about it. Nobody was outraged. Yeah. It was just like, oh, cool. 
He's got an older woman. It's like no one. She's a pedophile. He's 14 years old. It's like it's basically legally molesting a child. Yeah. And he had even said in interviews that they were sexually active as well. What's that movie has Adam Sandler in it where he like fucks the teacher. And he oh, knocks that's her my up. boy. You that's talk boy. about you talk about that movie all the time. <laughs> no one in the world has seen that movie because <laughs> it's bad. It's so bad. But like it comes up in, in moments like this. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm passionate about it because yes, he's done some absolutely horrible things. But no one has looked back at the explanation that as a society failed him, failed to protect him. Right. And I argue, I mean, we saw it with Courtney Sodden and she, well, now they are they, but at the time she was just a young girl. But at least people were upset and talking about it. No one right. even talked about Edward and Jacqueline. Well, I feel like it's because like, because he was a, a guy, you know, exactly. he was a boy. That's why they're like, oh, look at him getting that old pussy, you know, like it's almost like a pat on the back. Like he got, he got the girl, you know, mm-hmm. and for well, Courtney, a- it was like, kind of like, oh, what's this old creepy man doing? marrying this young girl like it's concerning mm-hmm. and also for context i think this was 94 oh my god 1994 when this was happening okay so was this like a thing because isn't that around the time when courtney that's around the time when courtney was doing her whole thing yeah even more reason to be like why was he yeah i mean they didn't they never got married but they did live together and oh. i think they were together until he was like 17 or 18 maybe yeah well courtney just divorced him like in 2020 i did uh, yeah because i remember it came back into the spot like like how did we let this happen and that sort of yep. thing yeah so what like what's your like main rant what's like your main point that i feel like what it comes down to for me is that young boys can be victims as well hmm. and of this kind of thing and that we need to protect young boys too right like in also just the sexualization of children in hollywood like i was thinking about this too like remember the countdown to emma watson turning 18 oh my god no well yeah she had one because they're like oh yeah and then oh god you know, there's there's also a countdown to finn wolfhard turning 18 well there was and a... guess what more people know about the emma watson one than the finn wolfhard because he's a boy <laughs> when bad baby turned 18 do you know what she did she opened only fans right she joined only fans the day she turned 18 and she made a million dollars in one day oh, i mean that is insane like was there really any difference in her being 17 and 18 really not you know but all because of like all because she turned 18 she's like anybody can touch her now i don't well, it's know like, yeah it's such an arbitrary number like yeah it is like how did anybody just decide that 18 was the number like our isn't our brains not even fully formed yet like why is 18 the age yeah i think i think it's like almost 30 before like our brains are like yeah i agree well yeah yeah well like wow she wasn't even like a fellow celebrity she was like the tutor oh my god well i think that's like a deep thing because it kind of takes me into my next rant if you're like all set with edward yes all i have to say is that yes he is a bad person and he's struggling with his demons but there is an explanation for it and we need to protect young boys and children in hollywood right and the end yeah not even just hollywood but like in any kind of space where there's like a superior and like an intern that's so accurate like the superior knows they have full control they can decide the intern's future you know they can do they have so much power 
shower. And it's just like, what do you do in those situations? Okay, so this brings me into my next point, which is so perfect. I'm glad you brought this story up about grooming. Because I don't know if you saw in the document, but I literally wrote, my next story is about grooming. <laughs> yeah, I just I just paged over to it and saw it. I was like, oh yeah, that is a good segue. <laughs> right? All right, so my next rant is about the one, the only, Mr. Perfect. Colton Underwood. <laughs> I know you hate him. <laughs> I hate him because he is like so perfect. But at the same time, I hate it because he knows. He knows how perfect he is. And, and no like, one likes that. He's like every gay's dream. You know, the straight guy that just comes out and like who's going to pound his ass first. Who's going to get their <laughs> first, you know, get the get dibs. Mr. Perfect Colton, who was a crazy person and was stalking his ex or whatever he's in this like relationship that every time i see a picture of them posted and he loves like to post about it now because he's like so out and proud and like i'm different and i'm making a change and he likes to show off like pda and be like look at me i'm confident i can kiss a boy in public it's like this is like 2022 like you're not fucking anything special You know, if you were, like, back in 2000, I'd be like, wow, that's brave. Like, that's courage. Like, crazy. But, like, you're just an average straight guy who's in the closet who came out. And now you're dating an elderly man who you literally fucked, like, had your first fuck with. And now you're going to marry him. And I'm not saying this because I'm jealous and I want Colton all for myself. But (laughs) it's concerning because... I don't know if you know who Colton is with, but his name is Jordan C. Brown. Okay, I act like they're like such a huge, huge age gap, but it's nine years. But it is just so disheartening to see somebody not even in Colton's league with him. (laughs) I think that's what also my other frustration is. I'm like, I think Colton does deserve better than what he's with now. And I think he's being groomed as a newly open and proud gay man. I think he's getting taken advantage of. That's kind of like where I'm going here. Like this is his first relationship and he's just so excited. And this old guy is taking advantage of it sort of thing. Okay. So this old guy, his name is Jordan. He's 38 years old and Colton is 29. And Jordan is a, he owns a political strategy company. Okay. Let me just give you a little background of what Jordan has done. He has served on the finance and field teams of John Kerry's 2004 presidential campaign in 2008 and 20 and 2012. He advised President Obama's campaigns, raising money and helping to engage celebrity surrogates. And for nearly two years, he advised Hillary Clinton's campaign, advised Hillary Clinton's campaign on how to leverage the entertainment industry and was a member of her National Finance Committee. He's a political genius, strategist, and he knows what to say and he probably has a plan for everything he does in life. So this gets me to my main point. When he met Colton, he probably already had a full strategy of how to get with this boy, how to get him in bed, how to manipulate him and take advantage of him and to use his political mind and his words to groom Colton into being his fiance. <laughs> Is this... So they're like actually like engaged? Yes, they just got engaged like last month. I feel like he just came out. He just came out, he just released that documentary, and they've been in a relationship for less than a year. So we don't really know 
Colton's whole sex life because he's like, tee hee hee, like, I'm so innocent. Like, I'm not going to expose, like, who I've slept with. But I'm assuming because from the show, the documentary, he was like, ew, like, get that penis away from me. Like, he wants to be, like, the gold star gay, but he's not. He- Wait, so he he's gay and he doesn't like penis? No, but, like, on the show, he was just <laughs> acting like, like he wasn't interested because, one, he was, like, scared and, like, nervous. He has fallen for this daddy who is now taking advantage of him and grooming him. I, I just don't see the relationship lasting. Hopefully one day, Colton snaps out of it and realizes what he got himself into and how he was groomed to be with this man and how to like teach him how you know because like he was probably like what 27 when he came out like he doesn't know how to have sex with with a guy so like he's Mm got to have an older man a daddy teach him how to do things and he probably just feels comfortable around an older man well it's just like kind of like your first love thing where it's like make it work with them no matter what or you feel like you should because it's like it's also new and exciting and it's like so that's kind of like my rant on Colton I'm glad I could get Mm -hmm. this out because I've been holding it in for a long time because I tried to tell Patrick about it and he doesn't care. <laughs> but I'm like, it, it's like off, so obvious he's grooming Colton. Like not as obvious as Travis Barker is grooming Courtney into being like just like him. But like mm-hmm. I can see this not working out. <laughs> and it all happening so fast. Like he's going to like wake up one day, be married and be like, wait, what the fuck? Right. Like, yeah, you lost all those years already being in the closet. And I was going to lose even more. It's just disappointing seeing somebody like Colton who is trying to make like this big movement and be like football players can be gay too or like athletes can be gay and open but it's just like I don't know watching your lifestyle after that is not like encouraging (laughs) (laughs) but that's all I got on Colton I'm done I'm done talking about him I'll continue looking at him but like that's about it like now that I see yeah but you're not like upset about him or anything yeah all right so what is your final rant Megan so my final Final rant is about gaming because I'm oh, a gamer. Oh, but yeah, you're like a gamer girl. I'm a gamer girl. Well, I mean, um, you put your skills on full display at the arcade playing that zombie game with the bow and arrow. Like, we were all like impressed. <laughs> like, wow, her dedication and hard work is showing. Yeah, well, I was like <laughs> impressed with myself. I was like, wow, I actually have gotten better. <laughs> All right, so you're a gamer girl. What's going on here? What do you want to rant about? So I wrote more specifics, but I think I'm going to go broader with it and then give some examples. Okay. So pretty much, and I feel like this happened a lot with the pandemic because so many people were at home, couldn't go anywhere. And so a lot of gaming sales went through the roof. Right. Like regular everyday people were starting to like buy games to pass the time. And like people that usually play games were playing more. So they had to buy more so it was like right a huge boom and even a little bit before that business men and women started to see how lucrative the gaming industry was right because usually it was a very niche thing and it was more about the art and the experience it has completely shifted into numbers mm. so like they they have what they call microtransactions so like it's big in the mobile games like you know how what have you ever played a mobile game yes flappy bird oh yeah flappy bird so like <laughs> it'll be like oh pay 199 and it'll give you like a boost or something oh yes yes like in-app purchases exactly in-app purchases yep. yeah and they have that on like pc games too like 
what the kids call Fortnite, right? Yeah. You pay for like new skins on your characters and stuff like yeah. that. When back in the day, you bought a game for 30 bucks and the full game was there. Right. Now it's like there's constant updates that they're adding things and you have to keep paying for things and this and that. Yeah. And one of the big examples of the shift of the gaming industry was with CD Projekt Red's game Cyberpunk 2077. Mm -hmm. It was pumped up so much. Keanu Reeves was like one of the people in it. Oh my God. That's another thing too. A lot of actors are now like being voices and like character models for games and stuff because they're more mainstream. Yeah. They hyped it up so much, all these amazing features and then it launches and it's like broken. (laughs) They took away a lot of the features Features, it was like very bare bones and the whole reason was because investors were like okay we need this out by the fourth quarter doesn't matter if it's ready or not or if it's good or not just put it out yeah and that's so that's what it is about now it's that people that are like the head of the gaming companies have like political backgrounds oh my god because it makes so much money and so we see that reflected in games and Since I'm a new gamer, I'm going way back to, like, playing the older games. Like, right now I'm playing Skyrim. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, I feel like I remember that game. I know. I I was thinking of, like, I feel like Sean probably played Skyrim. (laughs) Everyone I never played it, but I just remember, like, it was hot. Like, everyone loved that game back back in the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, another thing about Skyrim is that because it's so popular, they've been re-releasing it, like, every three years. Oh, my God. It's like, ooh, it's the anniversary edition. Or, Um, ooh, it's the update of this. Because they know it'll make money. Instead of making, you know, something new and good, they're just going to keep reselling Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now, is there a new Call of Duty game still being released every year? I don't think every year anymore. Yeah, because I remember every, like, November, there was a new Call of Duty game. I think the latest one came out, a bunch of games came out in February. I think maybe this came out, like, December, January, February. Call of Duty Vanguard, I think, was the latest oh. one. Oh. Okay, so back to the Cyberpunk game. Is this one, did it just come out or something? Oh no, this was, it came out in December of 2020. Oh my God. So like peak pandemic. Right. So that's why they were like, you got to get it out. Right. And capitalize on this. Well, because at the, and, around that time, didn't and, Animal Crossing come out? I remember everybody was hunting a Nintendo Switch to play Animal Crossing. Yeah, exactly. Everyone was, everyone was, even Brie Larson. She was on that commercial, remember? She's like, I'm a gamer guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I remember that craze. And like you said, like it's all about the money now and i bet like even like these political people you know like investors and everything they all have their own agendas they're probably pushing messages into these video games that are trying to like promote some kind of like pushing their own like agenda into like children's minds and like again trying to like groom them to grow up in a certain way oh my that's actually 100% accurate because another because another issue that's been happening is like you were saying oh isn't there a call of duty out every year there's always a fifa game or like a madden game that comes out and they have the microtransactions but they do it um the way you get it you buy packs and it's literally a a slot machine you like pull it and you randomly get it so you're gonna you're paying five dollars you know to pull the thing and you're getting shit wow and they purposely have like lights and glitter and fun sounds yeah it's literally grooming them to be to be gamblers, oh my God. to be big spenders. That's so true. I never thought and, of that. And these games are, you know, rated E for everyone. <laughs> and it's like, the you're teaching these children to gamble with real money. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's not real money because you have to buy, with real money, you buy tokens and 
then you use the tokens. Right. But it's like, okay, well, you needed real money to buy the tokens. So it's like, yes, it's still money. <laughs> you know, I have never been conned into doing that. Like, I have just been like, that's it. My time's up here. I am not paying anywhere for tokens. Like, even at the arcade, like, we died and you were just like swiping your car like we need another life get back in here you know like you've been trained to just like keep going keep spending yeah you know that's how they get it out of you which is crazy they're starting so young e for everyone freaking little two-year-old hit the machine it's in the game ea sports get in the game yeah i don't know what sports have to do with slot machines but you know i've never been a sports person so i don't know yeah i haven't played fifa in years so back in the day like we didn't have that yeah right so like i'm from the outside looking in because i'm a recent gamer yeah. playing games that have just come out versus playing you know going back in the catalog to play the old classics there's a huge difference in quality right because it's passion versus rushing to get it out to please the investors yes like do you really think someone who worked on freaking a president's campaign is gonna know anything about the logistics <laughs> of how long it takes to make a game no that's so sad to hear because like i know how big of the game community you're a part of and mm-hmm. it's just so sad and disappointing like <laughs> back in the day like i used to love love the games and like they did continually get better and better but now in anything it's all about the money it's so sad Mm -hmm. and so the art has suffered (laughs) the video game art yeah (laughs) well megan i think like i'm like starting to cool down here so i think is this Mm -hmm. all we have for our (laughs) ranting yeah oh my god well guys if you enjoyed this little quirky different unique episode (laughs) maybe we should tongue kiss like mm. (laughs) i won't even tongue kiss my own boyfriend i ain't tongue kissing you (laughs) but if you want more of the crime on tap content be sure to follow us over on instagram at crime on tap pod we are over there posting join the community slide into our dms we'd love to hear from you guys and love to take any recommendations of what you guys want us to talk about so also listen to us on apple spotify and more share with your friends family and foes <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time where, where crime, crime is, is always, always on, on tap, tap. <laughs> 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 <laughs>